Hello, friends in English 327, and welcome to week eight. This week, I will be seeing you all for your midterm conference. And I ask that prior to your conference, you fill out and submit to me by email the midterm self-assessment form. Um, so if you have a conference early in the week, like Monday or Tuesday, please do that form before we meet um, so that we can have it ready and available and discuss. Um, I do have to submit midterm grades by Friday morning. So if I'm going to um, make Thursday the last possible day to submit a midterm self-assessment form. Um, if I do not get one from you by Thursday, I will assume you would prefer that I evaluate your work and assign a grade. Um, and that's fine. I certainly will. If you don't feel comfortable with the self-assessment form for whatever reason, um, I'm perfectly happy to um, evaluate and assign grades for you. Um, so that's it. That's the first thing, most important um, order of business to complete for this week. Um, and then it's just a regular week. Um, you will have a new poem to write, uh, poem assignment number eight, the word poem. And you'll have some uh, uh, word poems to respond to on the discussion board as well. Um, and I'll take you through right now, poem assignment number eight, the word poem. Poets are fascinated by words, not only the sound of words, but their meanings as well. Their etymologies and definitions, both connotative and denotative. Words can possess, perplex, and trouble poets until they have it out with them in a poem, doing battle with them using the very medium of which they are made. For this week, Write about a word and unpack its meaning in a poem. Your word may be one that evokes a strong feeling in you, such as delight or disgust. Or it may be a word whose meaning is opaque to you and whose history you'd like to explore. While the example poems on Blackboard all meditate on obscenities, yours certainly does not, although taboo words can be a fertile source of material. You may want to begin by researching the etymology of your chosen word and its evolution into English. How has the meaning of the word changed over time? What are its various denotations and connotations? What images or associations does the word conjure for you? As you write, keep in mind this short poem by Emily Dickinson. A word is dead when it is said, some say. I say, it just begins to live that day. All right, so I think um, this poem is, uh, sorry, this assignment is pretty self-explanatory. I don't, I don't think a lot more, a lot of uh, further explanation is needed. Um, and the word, uh, sorry, the uh, poems on Blackboard, the word poems on the discussion board also I think are, um, pretty good representations of this, this assignment, and hopefully you find them amusing. Um, I'm going to read for you a poem. Actually, it's the, the most recent poem I've written and published. 
Um, sadly, in the last year, I've only managed to write one poem in the entire year. And um, I did manage to publish it. And this actually meditates, this poem meditates on a phrase. Um, and yours could too. So it doesn't have to be just one word. I mean, if you feel you've got a good phrase that you want to consider, um, you could certainly do that too. Mine is the new normal. And um, just think about in the last year, how many times you've heard that phrase or read that phrase, the new normal. Um, it's like the new normal has become using the phrase, the new normal. <laughs> uh, so I, I thought I couldn't let um, this opportunity go to waste, uh, a poem on the the phrase, the new normal. And I thought it had to be a, a form, a poetic form that uses repetition in some way. Um, so I finally settled on the guzzle form, which is um, an Urdu, ancient Urdu form of poetry um, that uses couplets. And it uses repeating words in those couplets. So the first couplet the last word of each line of the couplet is the same. And then in subsequent, subsequent couplets, the second line uses this repeating word. So um, I'm going to read it for you and I'll include also a document so you can read along um, and you can see how this works. The new normal. Can someone please define new normal? How does one even describe the new normal? I admit I'm not quite ready for this, never having adjusted to the old new normal that descended after the first plane hit. At that moment emerged a darker new normal, like something out of a horror flick. Drones circled, Invisible vultures in the new normal skies. Bomb-dropping ghosts. Imaginary scores of dead in their unmarked graves. The new normal. Now collectively, the world holds its breath. One global exhale, the death of new normal. From across the street, my neighbor waves. Our social distance the law of new normal. Hard to say which will kill us first, virus or ignorance, civil war or new normal. Binge watching death tolls while baking bread, new quarantine skills on display, the new normal. If this is the end, at least I can say, I napped and sang my way through the new normal. So I forgot to mention uh, one of the conventions of the guzzle form is um, a signature, a final signature couplet in which the author uses his or her name. Um, so the poet uses their name in some way in the, in the poem or in the, in the final couplet. Um, so here I, of course, have punned on my last name, Nap, Napped. Um, so there, there you go. That's my, um, my 
phrase poem, my word slash phrase poem. Um, what's your word? What's your phrase? What's running through your head these days? Um, I'll be interested to, to see. I'm really enjoying your poems, by the way. I will tell you during your midterm conference how much I'm enjoying your work. Um, but especially these letter poems. Wow, they're really knocking me out. Um, thank you so much for your good work, and please keep it up. I'll see you all this week. Have a great week. Bye.